In episode 108, I told you I was craving in-person networking opportunities. And I shared seven ways I've discovered local meetups with the hope of inspiring you to do the same. Creating that episode has got me fired up and I've actually been attending way more in-person events in Austin. I have found a weekly meetup, I've attended a handful of happy hours, and I've been invited to a couple of two-hour cocktail parties inspired by last week's guest, Nick Gray. But the majority of my networking is still done online. This is mostly because of accessibility and convenience. First, if I had limit the scope of people I can network with to in-person, I'm only connecting with those that live in Austin. And there are just like so many other amazing people to meet out in the world. Second, for us busy young professionals, Zoom introductions and catch-ups are so much easier on the schedule. I can fit a couple of coffee meetings and happy hours in a week after accounting for planning, drive time, and parking, but I can allocate the same amount of time to half a dozen or more online connects. So as much as I'd like to do all of my networking in person, virtual networking has its perks. Virtual networking wasn't really that common until COVID ripped the bandaid off and forced us to get comfortable with having conversations on platforms like Zoom, Google Meets, and Microsoft Teams. We adapted quickly and virtual work along with online networking has become somewhat mainstream. But this quick change did not come with a playbook. Knowing how to develop relationships virtually is relatively new for many of us. There are some subtle differences between in-person and online networking, which make things a little tougher in my opinion. You get fewer cues from body language, you lose the element of physical touch, and talking over someone, excessive pauses, or a bad internet connection can quickly make things awkward. So how do we overcome these difficulties? Should I be doing things differently than in-person networking? What can we do to build instant rapport when networking online? In today's episode, we are going to be answering all of those questions and more. Let's get into it. You know those moments where you think, I wish I would have learned this in school? Those are the topics that we love to talk about. Join me each week as I interview experts sharing their strategies for solving problems that us young adults will face throughout our 20s and 30s. So what are you waiting for? And if you want new episodes about adulting advice every Monday, hit that follow button. We all know at least one person that can walk into a room full of strangers and emerge with a group of new friends. They are so good at attracting people, building trust, and turning them into fast friends. This is someone that is charismatic, friendly, and great at building instant rapport. Having rapport with someone means that you understand each other's feelings or ideas and you communicate well. This happens over time as you build a relationship with them. The frequency and proximity allows you to establish trust and you slowly get to know them better. But with some people, this happens quicker. Have you ever walked away from a conversation and felt instantly connected to the other person? Maybe meeting them felt natural and easy? It's likely that's because you were able to build rapport quickly. I have no bulletproof method for getting this right 100% of the time, 
but I have noticed a few things in myself and others that have really helped. I want to share a couple of ideas and habits that you can put into practice, especially when virtually connecting with other people for the first time. I'll do my best to share some examples and of course, recap everything discussed in the show notes. So before you meet someone, a good general practice is to do some preparation. I think this applies to both in-person and virtual introductions. But of course, if you're connecting virtually and you forget to prepare ahead of time, you can just do a quick 10-minute search online. For professional networking, I am typically defaulting to LinkedIn for this. You can quickly figure out what the other person is doing for work, but I typically go a step deeper, checking out their overall career history, where they went to school, mutual connections, and interests that they have listed. There is also a section on LinkedIn called Activity. This is where you can browse through their recent posts, comments, and other activity that they may have had on LinkedIn. I think it's a really great way to just kind of quickly get some ideas and some ammunition for potential talking points. This brings me to a core piece of advice. Write down three to four talking points ahead of time. When I first started networking, I was always really nervous about how I was going to fill the time. Like that was pretty much my major concern whenever I first started networking. Having a few talking points prepared alleviates this anxiety. I think it's even easier in the virtual networking atmosphere because you can have your notes up on your computer for easy reference. So much of building instant rapport is built off of great conversation. I personally like to cherry pick three or four talking points that really pique my interest and would excite me to talk about. A simple example might sound like this. I was checking out your LinkedIn and I noticed you went to school at the University of Portland. I actually just visited the city last month. Did you grow up in the area or why did you decide to go to Portland? I like this question because just the question alone probably has multiple jumping off points. We might talk about their experience growing up in Portland, their college experience, where I went to college and my experience in college, or some of the favorite things that I did whenever I visited Portland. You can see how just this one question, this one thread alone might take five, 10, or even 15 minutes of the conversation. And this all happened through just one piece of information that I found on their profile. You can always default to what they do for work, but opening up with a question like this might guide the conversation to a place that you are exploring each other's interest and values, which I think is really powerful whenever you're trying to build an instant connection with someone. So after doing some preparation, let's talk about some ideas for starting the call off right. I'll run through a couple of thoughts, many of which I've noticed in others over the last month in preparation for this episode. The first thing that I would suggest is to make video the norm. Anytime virtually networking, I default to having my video on. I know some people aren't comfortable on video or they don't have video technology, but I've noticed the best virtual networkers use video to their advantage. Seeing someone's face, their body language, even their personal surroundings goes a long way in helping us build an instant rapport with someone else. Don't overthink your situation. You don't have to always be super dressed up or have this fancy office for video to make an impact in your situation. My second piece of advice would be to start strong. 
I can tell you that most virtual introductions are going to start one of two ways. The first way is, it's great to meet you. Or the second is, hey, how are you? More than likely, it is going to probably be a combination of both, something in the lines of like, hey, it's great to meet you. How are you doing today? But regardless of how it starts, an enthusiastic opening sets the stage for a great conversation. So rather than saying, I'm doing okay, what about you? Instead, respond with something enthusiastic like, it's great to meet you as well. I've been looking forward to this conversation all day long. I'm doing amazing. How about you? People are drawn to other people that are happy and upbeat. And what I've noticed is that most people will match your enthusiasm. If you use these two tips along with an engaging opening question, like the Portland example that we discussed before, you should have so much success setting a good first impression. But what about some advice once the conversation actually gets going? Here are my three tips for cultivating an amazing conversation with someone online. Okay, so three tips that I have for once the conversation actually gets going with somebody. The first tip is to smile. And this might seem cliche, but I've actually noticed this is a really underutilized weapon in virtual settings. More times than not, your camera frame is probably shoulders up. You lose a lot of the body language that can reinforce positive interactions. And my recommendation is to get in the habit of smiling a lot. If this is not your natural default, watch some funny TikToks or YouTube videos before the call to get you in that kind of like giggly type of mood and just make smiling really easy and feel a lot more natural for you. At the end of the day, people want to make other people smile and it feels good whenever you can do that for someone else. My second tip is active listening. This one is a bit of a no-brainer, but in virtual settings, distractions are much more prevalent. With email and I am readily accessible, it's easy to get distracted and make the other person feel ignored. If you have to, close all other applications and get curious. Ask yourself, what would you like to know about this person? What could they teach me? What do they mean by that? Staying present and curious will make the other person feel seen and ultimately trust you. Once again, just the perfect formula for building rapport. And my third tip is to share. I'm at fault at this all of the time, probably because I'm a podcaster and I'm somewhat trained to listen and ask a lot of questions, but my best conversations have been two-sided, not one-sided. I push myself to add to the conversation and not always default to asking a question. This might sound silly, but I've noticed this is a challenge for many of us. You can build upon what they have shared, or you can start a new thread by sharing a personal story, something you've recently become interested in, or a struggle that you're currently facing. To build instant rapport, the other person needs to feel like they know as much about you as you know about them. In conclusion, I hope this conversation has given you a couple ideas of how to level up your online networking skills and help you build rapport with people faster. I wanna leave you with one final thought though. It's very easy to get imposter syndrome when networking. If you're doing it right, you're constantly challenging yourself to meet individuals that are doing amazing things with their time. I found myself in rooms with those that have had eight-figure exits from their business, 
people that have worked with celebrities and CEOs, people who seem like, I don't know, child prodigies that are like so far along in their career journeys at such a young age. I don't know about you, but that little voice in my head starts to creep in and tell me that I'm not worthy to be here. But we have to silence those thoughts. We are worthy. We have to believe that our thoughts, our ideas are worth sharing. I'll try to humanize the other person by adding some banter and teasing. Although some people might be further along in their own journeys, nobody feels like they have it all figured out. Like I talk to people all of the time, twice my age, three times my age, four times my age, and they're still trying to figure out life. So I'm sure it's nice if you have these people that are used to other people looking up to them and putting them on a pedestal to just take them at face value for humans and to connect with them on a one-to-one level versus a kind of, you're all the way over here and I'm, I'm back here kind of level. So with that in mind, let's get into it. Let's get out there, do some virtual networking. This is such an amazing opportunity to build and nurture relationships without even having to leave the comfort of your home. You don't have to put on pants. You don't have to do all of those things that in-person networking requires you to do. And although you might not hit a home run with everybody you connect with, you are now equipped with some ways that you can be more successful. As a reminder, prepare a couple of talking points ahead of time. Make video the norm, start strong, smile, be an active listener, share with the other person, and remind yourself that you are worthy. So what did I miss? Share a tip with me for building instant rapport. I'd love to hear your guys' ideas. I feel like we only scratched the surface here. Like, This is a topic I could talk about for hours and hours. I have so many other thoughts and ideas, both mechanically and a little bit more cerebral, like we talked about with the you are worthy mindset. So once again, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to tsirpodcast.com forward slash contact and send me a message. Those go straight into my inbox. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and I can share those in a upcoming blog where I'm gonna recap all of the ideas right here. That's it for me. If you want more networking tips and you haven't listened to episode 108 and 109, go back and give those a listen. They were both really great episodes. And until next time, love you all. Thanks for listening to the episode. As always, I appreciate your kind words. If you wanna leave us a rating and review on your podcast player right now, that would absolutely make my day. If you want to find episode show notes, our blog and other great resources, head over to tsirpodcast.com. If you have follow-up questions, an idea for a future episode, or just wanna say hi, we have a contact form on our website and those messages go straight into my inbox and I promise you, I will reply. But all right, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. I love you all and you're not alone. Let's keep making it through our struggles together.